This is July 8th, 2021. I'm Jeff Johnson, and this is the Wrestling Sound Off. We had an exciting night from AEW last night with some surprises, some good action, and a great crowd. Lots of stuff to get into with questions and thoughts galore as AEW is back on the road. So let's get into it. Let's start with our thoughts on AEW Dynamite's Road Rager from last night. If the first two years of AEW has taught me anything, it's that if someone is Cody Rhodes' Rhodes's best friend, they will eventually want to beat Cody up. MJF, uh, QT Marshall, and Sean Spears. Think about it. I think they needed to do a better job at reminding the fans of the rules of the strap match so that they could get at least some better results from the crowd during the touching of the turnbuckles. They just didn't seem to be into it, not knowing when it ended or when they wiped out the touches. Just a little thing that they could have done. Kenny Omega's pants better not signal the return of Zuba pants. That was a plague on the wrestling industry for way way too long. Really glad that they have moved the focus of the few to just Darby Allen and Ethan Page with their history and having Sting and Scorpio Sky kind of take the back seat. Smart booking from AEW to have MJF turn Jericho's own stipulations from his feud with Moxley and use it here, but turned up a little bit. I think Britt Baker is starting to exaggerate so much about her ratings influence that she is starting to sound a lot like Kevin Nash. Nash? Nash? Really interesting to see how well they booked Seidel and Andrade in their match, considering how both were handled when they were in WWE. Great timing on the lights going out on Arn's line for the debut of Malachi Black. WWE has got to be pissed that they did vignettes promoting a debut that basically got the payoff on AEW instead. That MMA MMA guy at least knows how to sell and take a move. Good segment to help put over Lance Archer. I think this may have been the longest I have seen streamers stay in a ring for a match. That said, I don't watch a lot of Ring of Honor. Time for our questions that came out of AEW Dynamite's Road Rager from last night, and we got a lot of them. How long has it been since you've seen a promotion do the touch the four turnbuckles rule for a strap match? The last one that I could remember clearly is Steve Austin versus Savio Vega. Let me know if you can think of another one that's been since then. How can anyone legit no-sell a whip from that strap, let alone three of them like Cody Rhodes did? Is Evil Uno the modern-day Mick Foley on the microphone with the cheap pops and great lines that he has? Who else loved the callback to Omega turning around and seeing Hangman having him lined up for the buckshot lariat? It's a really good callback from when they were tag team champions. How great has the slow burn story between Wardlow and Hager been? This has been going on for a while, and it still feels like it's just the start of their feud. So next week, we are going to get an Impact wrestler fight an AEW wrestler for an IWGP championship. What is this, ECW in 2000? 
How is it in 2021, we still see people trying to get in the ring at wrestling or on the field at baseball games? Do people still not know that you get a criminal record for doing that? I just, I don't get it. Doesn't Chris Jericho know that you don't mention a Jewish boy's mother? You just, you just don't do it. Damn, how low, but great, was the Saudi Arabia shot by Britt Baker. Anyone else think that Andrade was auditioning for a Pulp Fiction remake with the outfit he came out to the ring in? Gimp, anyone? Hmm? Hmm? Anyone else notice a Bad Bunny Corona commercial during the picture-in-picture break? Doesn't Matt Hardy realize that Christian Cage went to TNA before he was in TNA? Just saying. Not everything Christian has done was in copying Matt Hardy. Just saying. How great was the crowd reaction for the debut of Malachi Black, Tommy, and it was just, that was an eruption and perfect timing. How disappointed were you that AEW is using the WWE rules for mixed tag matches and not going for the intergender rules and, you know, equality? So why is it okay for one of the women to hit one of the guys, but not vice versa? Like, equality, right? Right? I don't know. Did the Young Bucks get their gear from the Stevie Richards collection this week? And did Matt Jackson actually Fuji Eddie Kingston with the thumbtacks? If you watch Impact Wrestling, you know what that is. Now let's go over our match rankings for all the matches from last night's AEW Dynamite Road Rager. We had five matches last night, all of which were pretty good. Let's start off with our number five match of the night, Cody Rhodes versus QT Marshall in the opening match with the strap match. Really good match. Like I said, there was a lot to choose from this week. It was really close between this and the number four match just because nothing major. It was a huge burial of QT Marshall in that match. Uh, I love the turnbuckle rule in use, as I said earlier. There was an obvious blade job from QT Marshall, uh, but that was definitely a decisive win for Cody Rhodes. So poor QT. Number four, we've got the Bunny and the Blade versus Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander. It was mixed rules, not intergender rules, so I hold that against it a little bit. Uh, it's exactly what you would expect from a mixed uh, tag match. Our number three match was Wardlow, Cash Wheeler, and Dax Harwood versus Jack Hager, Jake Hager, Jack Hager, Jake Hager, Santana, and Ortiz in a trios match. There was a little bit of early communication issues between the teams, but they worked through it. I was mostly brawling in a trios match, which was different. Uh, usually in trios matches, you're getting the high fly matches, and this one was more of a brawl. Uh, so that brings us to number two, which was Matt Seidel versus Andrade El Idilo. It was a great move with Andrade hitting that standing shooting star after uh, Seidel rolled away from the shooting star press off the top, uh, where he, Andrade landed on his feet and then instantly hit the sh standing shooting star. There was little to no reaction for the finisher of Andrade, so they really need to do better at building what that actual finisher is going to be for Andrade so the crowd actually reacts to it properly. That leaves us with number one, which was, of course, the main event, Eddie Kingston and Penta El Zero Miedo versus Nick and Matt Jackson. There was no Kazarian early on to counter the interference by Michael Nakazawa and Brandon Cutler. I would have liked to have seen him a bit earlier, but they obviously were saving him to the end when Good Brothers came out. 
uh, surprised how long the streamers were left in the ring. Like I said earlier, it was just a lot of chaos in the ring. So that's obviously why they didn't bother trying to clean it out. It was a good street fight though. So what else can you complain about? It was a good episode of a dynamite with a lot of matches to choose for, well, some good matches to choose from there was a shortage of matches really at the beginning. So that was the only downside of the show. Other than that, it was a really good special edition and really great with the crowd. And that will do it for this week's AEW Dynamite Sound Off. We will be back tomorrow going over today's NXT UK as well as tonight's uh, Impact Wrestling. Yes, Impact Wrestling is tonight. How about that? It's always hard to remember since I'm getting used to the new schedule. Either way, we would be interested to see what happens tonight. Uh, NXT UK, I believe the biggest match they're promoting is Nathan Frazier versus... Uh, oh, who is that? Nathan Frazier versus Kenny Williams. That's who I'm thinking of. I could see the face. Couldn't think of the name for a second there. Uh, I don't know what the big matches are on Impact. We'll see, and we'll talk about them tomorrow. Until then, have a great one, everybody.